bad beach. Hey up me duckies, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Fall Apart Process and Being a Bad Beach. You are back with Hannah, that's myself, and we are on, what day are we on? We're on Saturday the 13th of January. So what's been going on? What has been going on? So, um... I have been applying for quite a few jobs at the minute um, because, yes, I have been pushing my own theatre company and entertainment. But unfortunately, growing a business does not just boom straight away and you can't always just make it full time. So I am looking for some extra income at the minute. So I've been applying for jobs. Um, I've applied as a fitness instructor at a local gym. I've implied at like a good gym as well, um, which I'm definitely joining because it's great. Um, where else? Oh, I applied for cabin crew for Ryanair, lol. Because I was like, yeah, if I get if I get a discount, bring it on. Bring it on. I'm going on holiday all the time. And also just, I just think it's a bit fun being an air hostess. Like, you just get to... And I've spoken to people who have been air hostesses um, before and yeah they've loved it so fingers crossed got me interview on wednesday so manifest it for me guys what else have i applied for oh an events manager at like a wedding venue because obviously i love organizing events organizing entertainment you know just putting on celebrations and hosting people so um yeah applied for that so uh, fingers crossed one of these jobs will come my way because i'm looking for some like good new energy um i had my new tattoo done and it's on my arm and it's um the mandala which is like mindfulness mindset self-love and just general positivity so that's on my arm now because it's on the arm that's had a lot of a lot of injuries you know from the hand being split open in marisesh from a blood clot in my arm from a fractured elbow when i was little so this arm has now had some good old TLC and I've made it look pretty. Um, just like how one of my ears sticks out. <laughs> it's just so random. But yeah, one of my ears sticks out more than the other. It's my left. I don't know why. Um, but that's why that one has loads of piercings in. So it looks pretty rather than... Um, oh, your ear sticks out more. <laughs> so yeah, little tactic for you there. Anyway, let's return to this subject of self-employed. It's great. Being self-employed is wonderful because you can work your own hours, you can be your own boss, you can, you know, book in work when you want to book in work and it's great. And obviously, if you're building a business, you can expense things to, that go towards your business. Like I expense like costumes and things that I need to perform. However, let's talk the real tea, shall we? The real tea. So being employed is safer because you get sick pay, you get company benefits, you get holiday pay, all of those things that self-employed people do not get. And yeah, people think, oh, well, you get like £100 per this party you did or you get £100 for that hour show you did. And you're like, yeah, but I also had to take the book in. I also had to promote myself. I also made a website. I also 
you know, I do this podcast, I put things on social media to promote myself, I produce the material I do, so I pick the songs, I learn the songs, practice the songs, I come up with script, I come up with all of those things, and am I getting any payment while I do that? No, I'm not. No. Yeah, the job can look glamorous. Oh, that's my mum. She's sewing away. Because she um, she sews costumes, she sews everything, she sews my dungarees. She's brilliant. So if you can hear anything, it's her sewing away on a little machine that. Anyway. So yeah, being self-employed can look very glamorous and look like... Uh, well, self-employed performer, let me say that. Self-employed entertainer can look very glamorous and fabulous especially when you know you've done a show and it's an achievement however you don't see all of the things that go on behind that for example I went to an open casting on Friday and if you don't know what an open casting is for performers basically it's when anybody can apply and anybody can go you don't have to be a performer you don't have to have an agent you don't have to even have experience anybody anybody can apply so you often go and wait in massive queues and be wait to be seen in like massive groups of like lots of people so the one I went to on Friday was for Operation Mincemeat it was in Manchester so I literally got the train to Manchester and um, it's funny because people are always like oh so they're paying for you to go to Manchester and like do a little audition I'm like bitch please no um I pay to go to Manchester I take day off work I you know pretty much drop everything because I'm like this is an amazing job that I fucking want um after listening to the musical I was like oh my god this is a dream um but the reality is you are against so many people in this industry and it's amazing because there's so many talented people out there but it becomes very very difficult and there's a lot struggle behind the success so for example this open call like thing is with open calls they could literally be looking for one person or a specific kind of person a specific height a specific age a specific gender a specific hair color like like you don't know what they're looking for so you just have to go and give it your best shot and that's exactly what I did and you know what I had a really fun day I didn't get a recall and yeah, that stung a little bit, but I put my big girl pants on and I moved on because you can't just take every rejection to heart because majority of the time it literally could be, sorry, you're too small. Sorry, you've got a tattoo on your arm. Sorry, we've already got someone cast like you. So that's often, you know, part of the job. But then again, it's like a double-edged sword because you... When you don't get the job, it's like, oh, 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 don't get the recall or anything like that. It hurts. But when you do get the job, it feels amazing. So I'm a really big believer in you can't have success without failure. And no, I'm not saying I failed. I'm not saying that. But the truth is I didn't get the job. So technically did fail but like I don't I don't look at that and see I'm a failure because of that I look at that and go okay it was an experience got myself out there I 
enjoyed it. It was a great dance round. I've not danced in a scary amount of time. Um, I don't want to admit when. Um, but I loved the day. The people were absolutely lovely. Met some great performers there. So what a bing, what a boom. It was a great day. So if you are a performer out there and you know you are struggling between those gigs between you know working your muggle job and just hoping that that audition will come in I've not had it yet either we're all in the same boat and it was really great to just talk to other performers and all openly acknowledge you know this industry is frustrating I'm working my muggle job I thought I'd have got something by now I have just left my agency I'm looking for a new agency I don't like my agency there's so many factors to this industry and obviously I love it and I'll hate myself for it because I'll never ever give it up but obviously I do have to now think what are my other passions because I got bills to pay she got bills to pay so that's why I applied for all those other jobs but like I said just remember performers when you're out there the grafters will still graft if you want it enough you will get it at some point I'm still holding on to that I think part of me thinks that my casting is like Julie Walters so I probably won't get anything till I'm like 48 so I'm like fair play that if that's what's going to happen then sometimes we have to settle with that and but also make it okay for yourself to find something else that you love because unfortunately Sometimes performing is not a full-time gig for everybody. Bad bitch. Now in lighter news, let's talk about how depressing January is. <laughs> oh God. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like the weather hasn't changed, but from December to January, but I think just Christmas, New Year, like everything's exciting because there's something to look forward to and then January hits, boom, depressed, boom, sad, boom, can't stand the cold weather, boom, can't stand the cold nights and the dark nights, I don't know what it is, but January is depressing as hell, so I've been trying to stop making it depressing by doing nice things been manifesting good things I've been doing a little journal writing every day what I'm like grateful for what I could improve um often it's um get out of bed earlier but we're working on that one um because for like the last two years I, I think I barely slept so like I'm now making up for it and it's great, not gonna lie. I've been reading my books, obviously I've applied for those jobs, so I'm like, okay, I have so many doors open, January's not that depressing, it's just a time to slow down and think about what you want in your life. And that's absolutely okay, because I love having that option. We are so lucky to have that option. Some people do not have that option. I mean, I have the option as in I can choose a job, but is still obviously not performing which is what I is my top choice but I have the option to pick another job which other people don't have that option so very grateful for that and also grateful for how I've, I've removed my room got my as I said got my new tattoo and yeah just looking on forward and knowing that better times are coming
I've also booked a um, spiritual and mindfulness seminar. It's coming to Mansfield Civic Centre. I've already booked my ticket, it was only £4. And I'm quite excited for it because there's going to be mediums there, there's going to be um, psychics. And for ages I have been wanting a psychic reading. So this is my chance. I'd been wanting to go to a medium because I'm just like, come on, tell me what's in the stars. Because like, you know, sometimes when you feel like I have certain signs and you're like, oh, this is going to happen for me. And then it doesn't. And you're like, okay, what's the universe like got out there for me? Or the amount of times that I've made a plan and I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to go. This is what I want. And then it's boom, the world doesn't work out, but it sends you on a different path. And sometimes that different path is the better option, but you didn't know it was the better option. So yeah, come on universe, send the signs, let me know where the fuck I'm meant to be. Talking of signs, we're going to go straight on to the horoscope, horror, 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 horoscope. Now if this is the first time you've listened, or this is the first time you've, you know, got in touch, or I don't don't know, um, I basically read whatever the horoscope is for the day and say if it's bullshit or not. So here we go. January the 13th, I'm a Virgo. Although a lot of people are very surprised that I'm a Virgo because they say that my personality traits don't match with a Virgo because I think they say Virgo's like Virgo. <laughs> That's my dyslexic brain lol. Um, I think they say that Virgo is like selfish or I can't remember. But anyway, I'm a Virgo. I was three weeks late though, so I think technically I wasn't a Virgo. Um, but yeah anyway today okay your mind is sharp quick and full of ideas discussions with others bring useful information that could well open new doors for you if you make the most of it group activities should prove especially sim (coughs) sorry stimulating for you at this time by the end of the day your brain should be buzzing take a walk and clear your head before you go to bed or else you'll never be able to get sleep um well technically this was true last night actually i will say that um it's not true today but it was true yesterday so you're a day you're a day you're a day late mate stars what are you doing you're a day late bro but see yesterday i said how i um i went to the open casting auditions and met some absolutely wonderful people and yeah, so I did get in, involved in a lot of like stimulating conversation with other performers being like, oh, how have you found it? What, what's it been like for you? And that for me was really like amazing to have that conversation knowing you're not the only one that thinks, God, is this a career? Can I do it? It was just really nice to have, you know, people that just completely understand. And then... Yeah, by the end of the day, I came home, treated myself to a KFC. Not going to lie, not I had one in ages. So I was like, whichever way this audition goes, I'm going to have a KFC. Because I was like, then I can look forward to something. And something that I know that is a treat. So it was a treat. Um, and I probably should have cleared my head before I went to bed. Because I, I was literally like buzzing last night. I couldn't sleep. I was just like, like so much going on in my brain. Um, and it does say you'll never be able to sleep. So that technically was true. Ooh, it has a little bit at the end. Okay. Even for hard workers like you, life can throw a curveball. Remove the uncertainties and gain direction with a psychic reading. 
that is weird because I've booked the psychic reading today. And I am a hard worker. And also life does throw me curveballs. Because a hand on heart. When I went to that casting yesterday, we watched the film. And the film was based um, around the Operation Mincemeat that was conducted like around World War Two. But the day that it happened was my granddad's birthday, July the 10th, 1943. And I was like, fuck, it's a sign. And then on the way to the train station, I saw a restaurant that was called Sicily. And I was like, oh, it's another sign. Um, so there was me going, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get this job. I think, I think I'm going to get it for once. And then I didn't. I didn't even get through the reads, open casting for the second round. So... He did throw a curveball, but I also threw a curveball by taking that opportunity and going. Um, and obviously today I've just booked a medium thing and a psychic reading. Ooh. Ooh, this does feel a bit spooky. Many of the other ones I've been like, they're all bullshit, they're all bullshit, nothing's true. But that has hit home with me a bit today. Wow. Watch this space. Bad bitch. Okay, so now I'm going to bring some funny stories to you. Well, I hope they're funny anyway. Crikey, I hope they are. So, you know how Christmas time, everyone comes together, socialising. We often bring the board games out, you know, around family and everything. Well, I got a new board game. I got it secondhand on Amazon. So, oh, there, there's a bargain of the week. I got the Blockbuster um, board game. So, it's about movies and everything. And I got that for the family and we played it last Saturday night. Now, can I just say, next time I play it, I want a different team. Because as much as I love my uncle and my mama, it so it was us three, me, my mama and my uncle, I was carrying that team. I was carrying it. And then the other team was my dad, my mum and my auntie. And they were smashing it. Like They had their own little language. They... Ugh. I'm not having the same team next time. But anyway, the game's really good because you it's all about movies and you go to like head head, head to head, head. <laughs> Sorry. What happened there? Anyway, you go head to head, not head to did I don't even know what happened. Anyway, head to head and you have to answer questions like um movies that involve robots and you have to like say the name and then press the buzzer and then the other person and you get like 15 seconds and it, and whoever wins that round then picks like the movie cards they pick six and they pick the three that they want and then three for the other team you then put them down on the board and you have to pick one movie that you're going to quote one movie that you're going to act out and one movie that you're going to try and get your team to guess with just one word Right, so, can I just say that I had the film Jurassic Park and I thought, brilliant, I'm going to use that one for one word. I know they're going to get it, they're going to get it instantly because I'm going to use the word dinosaur. Now, everybody, when you think of dinosaur, like, if I say to you, there's a movie out there, am I going to explain it in one word and I say dinosaur, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? 
Well, this really tested my patience and my team spirit. Because they couldn't guess it. They couldn't guess it. They had a whole minute to guess. Jurassic Park and nothing. Absolutely. Oh, it was painful. I'm not going to lie, it was painful. But it was also absolutely hilarious to watch, like, people act out these movies and just, oh, hilarious. So then, I also, it was my turn again. Here's another one for you. And so the movie that I had was Free Willy, right? And I thought, right, my team's not quite getting my acting out or my Jurassic Park where all they had to guess was Jurassic Park from the word dinosaur. So I thought, right, well, I'm going to have to spell it out, like spell it out. So I was like, two words, two words. Um, And they were like, yeah, two words. And I was like, okay. Um, And then I said like, first word. And it was, I know it's a different three and three. However, I thought this will still help. So I was like, first word and then I um I said three and they were like yeah three and I was like got it boom now we're, I've just got to get the second one and obviously the word willy um so I picked up my dog because <laughs> he's a boy picked up my dog held him up and I was like pointing at his penis going and the and then they were like <laughs> got it and my uncle, who's on my team, shouts, three dicks, three dicks, three dicks. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, seriously, three dicks. What film is three dicks? Three. Oh, my God, it really tested my patience. It really tested my patience. It's free, Willy. How do you not get that? Like, but. It honestly had us all dying with laughter. Dying. Three dicks. Not three willy. <laughs> but yeah. Enjoy the family games. And if you haven't played the Blockbuster one, I would recommend it. But maybe don't use your dog um, to try and guess the game and the film. Three willy. Probably not going to happen. So talking of my auntie and uncle, I want to share... A very, very funny story um, from quite a long, quite a long time ago now. So, you've got to picture it. We are in Universal Studios in Florida on holiday. Just me, my auntie and my uncle. Just us three, right? Because they took me for my birthday. Um, this was years ago, right? Anyway, I'm like 17 at this time. And... They, I don't, I don't get it. They love going to Disney and like Universal Studios, but they don't have rides. Whereas I freaking love rides. I am like adrenaline junkie. And so we go to Universal Studios. We're in Harry Potter world and it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, they managed to go on like the Hogwarts ride. Um, but I really wanted to go on the Gringotts one, which is like roller coaster. And they're like, mm mm. So they wouldn't go on it. So, back at this point, yes, I had a mobile phone, but, like, mobile phones, you just, you weren't, like, attached to them, like we are now, and 
I remember I really wanted to go on the Gringotts ride. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go on the Gringotts ride, but I'm going to give you my phone because it's a roller coaster and I don't have a pocket. It's summer. I'm in shorts. I'm in a lovely little top. So I'm going to give my uncle my phone so it doesn't break because I don't want it to break. And we agreed that they we would they would meet me outside the Gringotts um, ride entrance. Now I go on single rider and I think I think the queue time said like 30 minutes or something, but I ended up getting through in like 15. So brilliant ride, by the way. Absolutely brilliant. If you haven't been on it, would totally recommend. It was great. And and I've been on a lot of rides. Take that as you will. And so yeah, so I'm on this ride, living my best life, seeing Voldemort, seeing seeing it all going on. It's great. And then I'm like, oh, that was thrilling. I come out of the ride, come through the little shop and I start heading to where we're meant to meet. So I stand there, can't see them, no one around. So I'm like, okay, maybe they just went for a little wander or something. So I'll just wait here for a bit. Right, there's a clock so I can see what time it is. I waited for half an hour. They weren't there. I thought, oh my God, what's going on? So I went in the shop, had a look round, came back out. They still weren't there. And I thought, oh my God, where are they? Why are they not here? So then um, I thought, well, maybe I'll have a little wander to see if they're still in the Harry Potter world. So I started wandering on my own. I kid you not, kid you not, I looked around for an hour. And that's like after the half an hour I'd already waited. And then I was like, I don't know what to do. And I started panicking. Because I was like, I generally can't find them. I haven't got my phone. Can't ring them. Can't do anything. And I thought, oh my God. But my uncle's got my phone. And I know my number. So I thought, right, I'm going to go to guest services. Or to someone who can ring the number. And get him to answer my phone. Because he'll answer it if it's ringing. And so I ended up going to guest services. Right at the front of Universal Studios. Where I'm like, I've lost my um, family. And then we try ringing my phone at guest services. No one answers. Try again. No one answers. And I'm thinking, shit, what am I going to do? So that I know my mum's mobile. So I ring my mum. And I'm like, mum, I don't know where they are. And she's like, oh, for God's sake. Because <laughs> I was just getting stressed. Because I was like, I'm in Florida. I'm, I, I've got nothing. I've got no money on me. I've got nothing. And then... Um, so then my mu- we ring my mum, she answers her phone. We ring mum to say, can you ring mama to ring Auntie Ellen to find me? Um, <laughs> so dramatic. And then they do that, they ring them, but then they're looking on the cameras because they have cameras all around the parks. And on the park cameras, they're like, what do they look like? And my auntie hates this, but it's so true. My auntie looks like Velma from Scooby-Doo. She's got the little bob. It's brown. She wears glasses. She looks like Velma. I've always said it, but she hates it. And the funny thing was, we were looking for them. I described what they both looked like. And then I went, my auntie looks like Velma from Scooby-Doo. And she went, is that her? And I went, oh my God, it is. Yeah. So they then like radioed through and said, get that couple to come to guest services. They came to guest services. We were reunited, finally. And then the woman felt so bad at what had happened. She gave me... And I was fucking starving. I was 
I was so hungry because this had been like nearly two two and a half hours at this point. And um, they gave us some free food vouchers. And um, then they also gave us fast pass as well. So I managed to get on like loads of rides. So yeah, get lost at Universal Studios. Little tip for you there. In that same holiday as well. Again, this was years ago. This was when, you know... I wasn't aware SeaWorld was an abuser of animals, if I'm honest. I just, I was young, so I just went, oh, yay, SeaWorld, I want to go. Yeah, yeah, want to see some dolphins, want to see some whales. Anyway, I wouldn't go now. That's that's what matters. Anyway, anyway, whilst I was at SeaWorld at this point in time, we're in the down bit, in like the down floor bit, so you can... There's like a glass window and you can see the dolphins from under the water. And I kid you not, there's two dolphins start like swirling around each other. And I was like, what's going on here? Are they like dancing? What's going on? Are they fighting? Next thing I see is a pure dolphin penis poke out of one of the dolphins. Now, I don't know what the etiquette is between dolphins. I don't know if you... I don't know. Like, you know... In our world, you take a woman out for dinner, then you start slow. But I don't know if these two were a couple. I don't know. I don't know that much about dolphins, if I'm honest. But they started, like, doing this twining thing, and I was like, okay, it's a bit interesting. And anyway, the penis appears, and then there you go. Dolphins having sex. It was very interesting to watch. And I do have a photo I took a photo because I thought no one's ever going to believe that I saw this and I still have that photo to this day and I do still talk about it and I do still show that photo because yeah I don't no one believes me until I show them the photo and then they're like oh my god and I'm like hey it's natural how do you get more dolphins that's how you get more dolphins bad bitch all right so it's bargain of the week time what bargains have I found this week? All right, and then, you know, I love an outlet. You know, I love any bargain and not painful price. You know, I love that shit. So me and my friend, we went up to the outlet near us, East Midlands, McCarth Glen, shout out, and went into Body Shop. Now, I don't always buy Body Shop things because um, Primark started doing dupes of some things and they were pretty good, actually. However, there are some things that you still have to buy Body Shop. And I managed to get the Drop of Youth, like oil essence, which is to like help your skin prevent ageing. Got it for £12. £12. Not only £12 did I get it for, I also had a £5 voucher. And as a loyalty member, I got 10% off as well. So I got two drops of youth with the £5 voucher and 10% off for £12. But obviously take off the other discount. That drop of youth is normally £32. £32, everybody. I know, absolute bargain. I also, at the outlet, managed to get some more almond milk body lotion because it works perfectly on a new tattoo. I used cocoa butter for a bit, had a bit of a reaction using the almond milk. My tattoo is healing wonderfully. It's very lovely and soft and no peeling. So all good here. And then my final bargain was 
in the outlet, going to Calvin Klein and getting a bra for £5. £5, everybody. And the funniest thing was, when I was in Manchester yesterday, I just, like, wandered around some of the shops because I had a bit of time to kill. And I saw that exact same bra, apparently on sale, for £23. And I was like, bitch, I paid five. So... There you go, bargains of the week, go to the outlets. Okay, we're now at the part of the podcast which I do every single week and was the main starter of this podcast. It's how I fell apart, processed and I'm being a bad bitch. So this week I fell apart over work, if I'm honest, completely. Like, I love that I've managed to, you know, produce this entertainment company and I have got a couple of bookings and people are still coming in, but at the beginning of the week, I was like, I've got one booking for this month, no, I've got two bookings for this month, and I was like, that's not going to pay my bills, so I was like, shit, like, what else can I do, I need to do something else to make money, so I fell apart, feeling like financial anxiety, financial anxiety is real, like, if you haven't made enough money, or you're like, you know, in not a good financial place it just gives you complete anxiety and so I fell apart over that I've processed it and how I processed it was looking for new jobs um reaching out to people who you know might want a show producing so I've done some more promo um yeah so that's how I've processed it and being a bad bitch just remembered that There was a time when I was working seven days a week and I was just as unhappy as I am right now and I was just as financially stressed as I am now. So it's just that reminder to yourself and to whoever you need to do it to that financial anxiety will be with you if you're making money, if you're not making money. It's always going to be there. We're working class girlies and people. So being a bad bitch... Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Also, remember that you do have the beauty of getting another job and you do have the beauty of controlling what you do. So, be a bad bitch. Get a new job. Look at me. Might be on Ryanair. Air hostess and soon. Just think of all the amazing opportunities you've got coming your way, even if you haven't got anything right now. There's lots of doors to open. Well, that is it this week, ladies, gentlemen, and all in between to everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you have resonated with anything, please feel free to message me, reach out, like, subscribe, share, because, yeah, this is an open space. This is a discussion space. Not everything I say is right. Um, Not everything I say is wrong. It's an opinion. And that's all it has to be. So have an amazing week. Make sure you're a bad bitch. And don't let any fucker piss you off. Oh my god, I forgot. Some guy the other day really pissed me off in the car. But that's another story. Anyway, lots of love. Bye.